You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. We're broadcasting from Holy Cross Parish in Ipswich, South Dakota, one of the many areas served by our Real Presence radio listening family, whether from North Dakota, South Dakota, or Minnesota, or parts are unknown, joining us online at realpresenceradio.com. Or if you've downloaded the Real Presence Radio listening app, you can listen to Real Presence Radio wherever you get a signal. And you can always join us for the great programming where we shine a light on the goodness of God and the works of evangelization and holiness that the Lord is doing in His church. And so we're so grateful this morning to be joined by Sister Faustina Maria Pia, uh, sister is a member of the community of the Sisters of Life, a congregation that continues to be a witness to the Evangelium Vitae, the Gospel of Life. And she's also those uh, who's going to be uh, just encouraging us in the works of prayer. Sister Faustina, thanks for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Thanks so much, Father. It's a joy to be with you this morning. Now, uh, Sister, uh, we want to really kind of uh, just get to know you a little bit more, and uh, um, really the work of prayer and the offering of retreat that you have available. So uh, let our listeners here at Real Presence Radio in the Upper Midwest know who you are and, and a little bit about yourself. Sure, yeah. I grew up in Connecticut. I'm the youngest of eight. I have a twin sister, so a lot of a lot of great memories growing up. But uh, the Lord really surprised me after I studied nursing and human services um, with this call to religious life, uh, to the Sisters of Life. And I've been part of that community since 2009, and I really I couldn't be happier about His plan. I, I really love my life, so such gratitude for the charism of life, which is um, this reverence for the dignity of every human person, no matter what we've suffered, no matter the circumstances of our life, that our life is good and sacred we share in Christ's life and this eternal call to be with Him forever. So um, right now I live at a home in uh, Manhattan where we um, invite women who are pregnant and need a place to live to spend some time during their pregnancy and for a little bit after they give birth to get on their feet again. But we're serving, you know, lots and lots of women in different cities who are in crisis pregnancies to help them see, like, yeah, this beautiful invitation the Lord is giving them and, and actually affirming their motherhood and, and this search for love that they're in, and uh, we do do retreat works. We invite a lot of people to pray with us. We do a lot of evangelization. We also walk with those who have suffered after abortion to find the new life of God's mercy, so it's a beautiful gift. I'm I'm thoroughly grateful. Well, Sister, uh, one of the beautiful offerings that you've had is uh, this beautiful litany of trust, uh, which is a prayer, a devotion. Um, you know, with that great, beautiful refrain, Jesus, I trust in you. Um, of course, that comes to us through the Divine Mercy devotion of St. Faustina uh, Kowalska. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, you, you know, tell us about that, the litany itself first. Uh, how did the litany come to life and the Sisters of Life, you know, sharing sharing that beautiful devotion um, in recent years in the Church? Sure. So I I was struggling to trust God as a sister a few years into my religious life, and, you know, suffering can have that effect. We're just very weak, at, you know, just this neediness that each of us has interiorly that we, we need God, we need others, and so 
situation brought me to my knees in a new way. And through that, um, searching for God and what He wanted to do and the strength to do what He was asking, I had an experience where I was just praying in my room one night, and I said, you know, kind of casually to God, but seriously, um, you know, if you would tell me why you're allowing this and, and, and kind of fill in the, 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 all these blank questions of, of the hows and the whys of the situation, then I would consent to it, but I just don't understand. There was just so much I didn't understand. So in that moment, I felt like you said, well, I'd rather you say yes to me and not to a set of circumstances. Like, mm. don't you trust me that if, if, I'm, if I'm leading you in a direction, that isn't that enough? And I felt like that's the question that trust is really asking, like, is God enough? Like, can we trust him as a person? Like, that he has a heart and that he sees what's best for us. And even in difficult situations, there's still something good being offered for me. And as I recognized in that moment this invitation to, yeah, deeper intimacy with God and, and, and kind of relying on Him only in that moment, I heard this inspiration come across my heart, like, to write a litany of trust. And I had no premeditated thoughts about a, writing a prayer or of any kind. But as I just wrote things that um, were coming across my heart within the next 20 minutes or so, just kind of wrote it down, I knew it was for me. I knew I needed to articulate um this desire for connection with God in the midst of my need, yet which really affirms that God cares, that He loves me no matter what, and and that He His love is is not um, finding me burdensome, but He actually desires to be near me <laughs> and provide for me. So uh, I knew it was going to be a prayer for others because I had the same desire not only to trust God myself, but more wholeheartedly allow others to to step into this grace because it felt freeing. Um, and it has been freeing since, you know, to pray this prayer, um, that this is really a pathway in its, yeah, in its simplicity to God and, and to a greater trust and open relationship with Him. You know, Sister, it's such a beautiful testimony uh, to hear really the genesis, the beginning of that litany, uh, how it sprung from your own uh, need for God and your, your own desire to grow in that dependency and relationship with Him. And as a parish priest and something uh, did not know when we were going to be doing this interview here today as a priest of the Cathedral of St. Joseph in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, I would uh, I had a parishioner who shared with me their love for this devotion and she uh, was so moved by it that she made uh, you know several hundred copies of the uh, Litany of Trust available to me. She was able to obtain them from you, the Sisters of Life, where our mm-hmm. listeners, if they say, I have one of those, but I want to get more to share with people in my life. Well, you can go to the Sisters of Life website and you can get them. Uh, and mm-hmm. I've since done so myself as a parish priest. But then having those made available um, in different pastoral situations, the Sacrament of Reconciliation, I've been able to share the, the gift of the Litany of Trust with souls that are in that also experience that same need, that same frailty, that desire to uh, really need to be sanctified in this ever-growing dependency and surrender to God. And of course, that beautiful litany and that one, those wonderful words, Jesus, I trust in you. Mm-hmm. And then also, sister, for those who already have a devotion to the Divine Mercy, uh, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, it's a great integration of uh, really uh, meditation and, and contemplating that surrender to the Lord. Um, so I'm so grateful for you, sister, in your own prompting, in your vocation, uh, to following mm-hmm. the Lord in the litany of trust. Now, 
How has the litany of trust uh, influenced your prayer life? You, you've explained how uh, you authored it uh, through the work of, of God, you know, uh, communicating himself to you and you responding to that grace. Uh, how has that since influenced your prayer life from those moments when you first put pen to paper? Yeah, um, I really think it's still, it's still being revealed to me, but I know for a fact that uh, something opened up in a huge way in my heart in that moment and, and in the time since because such an affirmation of his love to, to gift me something that would immediately kind of be an affirmation of my person. I was in such a, a place that I, I really didn't feel like I was, um, you know, on the spiritual high, so to speak. I felt very weak in, in those moments and in, in those months before this, this prayer came about and, and for God to give me something so precious that would be this beautiful link to him was not only an affirmation of, of my goodness in a deep, deep way, not for anything that I could do for him, but just in my honesty and openness and, and my childlike kind of desire uh, to receive from him. And then to, to see that so many other souls in different places would also be um, such a, it would be such a vessel for them to receive more of the Lord's love and, and a, a kind of a lifeline in some senses. Um where their place, heart, you know, some places of their heart had been closed, and this prayer was opening. So that has been deeply affirming to me as well. To say, you know, what, no matter what I feel like interiorly, I can always come to God, and He will send me a blessing. And that blessing won't only just be for me, but it actually, the way the Lord works is it, it, it actually blesses others too. So hmm. that that truth has really given my prayer life and my relationship with the Lord such a open quality that. I don't feel held back in many ways that I used to before, like, oh, I don't have anything to give God, or um, where is this really going to go, or if something's difficult, and, you know, um, can I believe that this is, you know, um, a dead end, or, or can I lean in deeper to the Lord? And so that, that confidence has been truly transformative for me. Well, as I shared my own personal anecdote with you, Sister, I'm confident that you've heard many other similar uh, anecdotes from different priests or religious who have the similar experience of the litany of trust and that the grace that they've received through this devotion and, and Christ working through you. Um, and I think about uh, that's, that's really reflected in the great tradition of our church, uh, the different devotions and, and novenas and expressions of faith, litanies that have been authored by members of the church that have been limitless sources of inspiration and strength for so many of our members. And uh, really just coming from the fruit of this litany of trust, you've now authored a book and a retreat based off of the litany of trust. Uh, tell us briefly, and we're going to take a break uh, soon, but just tell us, how did that get started for you? Sure. Well, I really feel like God has been leading me on a personal retreat for trust, so um, as I mentioned before, but I I never really expected to write something. I'm not necessarily gifted in that area. I went to school for nursing, as I had mentioned, but I started to have a, a kind of a, a thought come across my heart. You know, maybe I should write, maybe I should write. And then one night I just prayed to God. I said, Dad, if you want me to write, you got to tell me who I'm writing for and, and what exactly to write. Um, and then I'll do it. I was, I was very open again with the Lord. And the next day I got an email from a publishing company saying, if you write a book, um, leading people through the litany of trust as a, as a retreat, we'll publish it and please be in touch with us. So I took that as a sign from the Lord, just the timing and how He had prepared me by giving me this desire as well. 
um, even though it was something out of the ordinary for me in, in my daily life. And so I had the confidence to go forward and, and give it a shot. <laughs> well, that's so. That's beautiful, Sister. Well, we're going to take a short break here on Real Presence Live. We're joined by Sister Faustina Maria Pia. She's the author of Jesus, I Trust in You, a 30-day personal retreat with a litany of trust. We're going to talk more about the book. Uh, We've got to where she's uh, authored it. Now we're going to talk about this retreat and how it can benefit you, our listeners. We'll be right back here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. As a DRE, I am grateful for the many faith-based learning opportunities provided to us on Real Presence Radio. I find something of value in all the programs, and I encourage anyone involved in their parish's religious education program to listen to Real Presence Radio. Your time will never be wasted, and the valuable information you will receive that you in turn then will pass on to the children you catechize will be blessed and of great merit. I have been Catholic all my life. I love the Church. Real Presence Radio has given me courage and confidence to share my faith. It's a great tool for education and evangelization. There is so much to learn about this wonderful Church. We need the prayers of the angels and saints to assist us in doing God's will. I want to financially support Real Presence Radio so it can continue to fulfill its mission. If Real Presence Radio was not on the air, it would be like losing a trusted friend. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith, and we're broadcasting here from Holy Cross Parish in Ipswich, part of the Real Presence Radio listening family here in the Upper Midwest. And our guest this morning is Sister Faustina Maria Pia. Sister is the co-author of The Litany of Trust, and she's the principal author of a new book, Jesus, I Trust in You, a 30-day personal retreat with The Litany of Trust. Uh, Sister, based off your your remark, I said you're the co-author of The Litany itself because uh, (laughs) guided by the grace of the Holy Spirit, God uh, led you uh, to, to write that beautiful litany, which as we mentioned in the previous segment, has borne fruit in the hearts and minds of so many of the church's members and, and people from all over uh, who have really been blessed by that. But 
now you've really taken the fruit of the litany of trust in your own life and helped develop a 30-day personal retreat with this theme of trusting in the Lord. How does the book that you've just recently authored guide our readers through a 30-day retreat? Sure. Um, Well, trust is a huge topic, and I think it's a word that people use a lot without necessarily knowing how to apply it to their lives. And even, as you mentioned earlier in the show, like, you know, the prayer, Jesus, I trust in you. And, you know, people making comments like, oh, do you trust God? And, oh, I trust God. But not knowing what that really means in a practical way uh, in their day-to-day life. And especially in a situation that we are faced with today in a culture that's very difficult, a lot of things that are um, unsettling or, or difficult and suffering that affects us personally and on a large-scale level, you know. Um, I think trust is an important topic. So this retreat really is based on having a little bit of a closer look at, yeah, how do I trust God? Because our faith is about a relationship with a person, Jesus Christ. And and as we know in every relationship that we have in our life, that if we don't trust that person, the relationship isn't going to be able to really grow in depth uh, and they'll be stunted in many ways. So trust is key, key in relationship. And so when we look at our Lord, which is the most important relationship in our life and in our eternal destiny, right, mm-hmm. um, am I stunting that? I might be stunting it and thinking, oh, I have a great relationship with the Lord, and I'm fine with the Lord, but I just can't stand X, Y, and Z, or I, I won't get involved with, you know, this or the other thing. Meanwhile, God might be speaking to us in different ways that we're not aware. So this retreat really goes from different angles of the human heart where are the places that I could be blocking myself from receiving God's love and His unconditional love, which is His mercy, and not aware of it, honestly, not necessarily with bad intentions, but where is He inviting me to grow in trust? And so a lot of the themes that are important in trust will come up throughout, but by the end of the book, the hope is really that a heart would really believe and be convicted that God is good, that no matter what's going on in my life and my circumstances, like, God is offering something good for me here, and I can find Him here. His presence is somewhere here, and, and it's a validation that I am good. I'm worth fighting for, no matter what has happened to me and, and what my circumstances are, and that God is pursuing me with, with His love and, and bringing what He always brings, His new life, His mercy. So it's, um, it is personal. This is uh, Father Tim Smith from Real Presence Radio. We're speaking with Sister Faustina Maria Pia, um, author of the book, Jesus, I Trust in You, um, right here on the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. Uh, Sister has authored this wonderful book, Jesus, I Trust in You, a 30-day personal retreat with the Litany of Trust. And it's available. You can contact the Sisters of Life. um, And there's so many great fruit um, from this beautiful prayer um, that's made available uh, right here on Real Presence Radio. Uh, Sister is encouraging our listeners uh, just to check it out and uh, really just get a great opportunity to grow in their relationship with the Lord. I'm not sure, but I think we lost Sister on the... So we'll, uh, Sister will be with us again shortly. Um, in the meantime, uh, the Litany of Trust is, is available Um, from the Sisters of Life, and you could uh, obtain this beautiful reading um, from the Sisters of Life just by even just uh, putting right there into your search engine, uh, wherever you go online, just type in the Sisters of Life, uh, sistersoflife.org, 
Um, when you go in there, you'll see a beautiful image of the sisters themselves uh, gathered. Um, and of course, their ministry uh, is really a community of religious women who vow to protect the sacred dignity of every human life. And they uh, do missions which include serving women in crisis pregnancies, women who have suffered from the wound of abortion. And so there's so many uh, great outreaches that they do available. And of course, if you go to sistersoflife.org, you can go and they, you can actually visit their store where you're able to get the print media that the sisters have available, including um, this beautiful um, uh, beautiful litany of trust, which is available in bundles of 25 or more. You can also get those in Spanish language as well. Uh, Sister, again, great to have you back. Uh, tell our listeners, you know, what... How can you encourage them to make this personal retreat? Who should do this this book uh, that you've authored on the Litany of Trust? You know, who is this for? Sure. Well, God promises to us that He is our rock, He is our refuge, He is our sturdy shelter. So I really encourage us to believe that. You know, I think we don't want to be kind of tossed around by, yeah, the, the evils that we see or, or the sufferings that we experience, which are very real. God wants to be that sturdy support for each of us. In an interior way, trust is this uh, bold confidence and that I can move forward in life. I can, I can see the future with uh, a real sturdy hope, um, and I'm not afraid of the decisions and things that I have to face in my daily life because there is somebody that he's always offering his love and his life to me, right? So I think the, the, those who are really willing to to step into this space of saying, you know, I, I want more of the Lord in my life, and I don't want to be making decisions based on fear. Um, I don't want to be a victim of my circumstances anymore. I, I want I want the love that is greater than anything to be what is what is leading my life. I don't want um, the lies that I'm not good enough or that um, God isn't good. I don't want those to be charting my course, you know, because God has the fullness of life for us. So, if there is an openness or desire, even in a small way, this book capitalizes on that, and it kind of rushes into that space of the heart and says, "Yes, you can live this way." That's so. a be- that's a beautiful encouragement. Uh, and again, it's, as you mentioned uh, just moments ago, sister, uh, that uh, the need to trust the Lord is something that exists in the hearts of of all the faithful, and and even those who uh, perhaps have experienced harm or have been wounded, they, they have a need for healing in their life so that they can again turn back to Jesus and ask him for help and strength. And that's just the beauty of redemption and, and the work mm-hmm. of grace that, that takes place in the church. Um, have you seen this in your own missionary work, uh, Sister? Again, you work with women in troubled pregnancies. Mm-hmm. How have you seen, you know, again, this theme of, of surrendering, how has that also borne out in your ministry, the work that you do with you see with women and encouraging them in a crisis pregnancy. Yes, it's it's beautiful. Absolutely, I think for us we have a very real experience of um, the opportunity to be the father's face of mercy in a real way. You know, mm-hmm. if, if they're not necessarily stepping into a church, but they're looking into our faces when they when the kind of all of the supports that they had in their life come crashing down, and they think that life isn't worth living anymore. Right and and everything that they had was is gone, and, and those that they thought loved them are, are not there. So to stand there in that space of poverty that they feel, which is which is so hard, um, and to be received and to be loved, and to say, actually, there's something good for you here. And 
we're going to help you with the tangible things that are going to make life on a practical level doable. We're also going to be here to accompany you to say, you know what, this is a gift. Your life is a gift. God loved you so much that he wanted more of you through this little one to be in the world that your heart is capable of loving and mothering this child. And we're going to help you. It's not easy um, to make it alone, but that God believes in you. And I think that, that word of encouragement, we've seen people come alive. Um, and even in the moment when they can't receive it, to be able to come back, and we've heard so many of them say, thank you for believing in me when I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't see that in myself, you know? Mm. Um, and it's a joy to sit because how true is that for each of us on the spiritual level where we're like, oh, like it's, it's so easy to be dragged down or to be worried sick or, um, or to stop fighting or be discouraged in, in different ways. And then God says, no, come be precisely then. See how I look at you. See how I want to provide for you. Because, you know, the other things that we oftentimes lean on aren't necessarily um, going to fulfill us anyways, right? And uh, this is a new opportunity to lean on Him in a new way and find our joy in Him, to place our trust in Him. Uh, and that brings new life. So we've seen many, many hearts awaken to that, and there's there's no joy like that. <laughs> and because that is it's much more than providing for them, it's for a financial way. It's providing them to say, no matter what you do in your life, after after our time together and, and our work that we do, like we can send them off with confidence to say that they know that they have a Father who will always be there for them. We know that like, they can trust Him because in the moment of extreme poverty and, and difficulty, He came through. So that's the greatest gift we can give each other, honestly, to lead others to that place, um, a real encounter with Jesus. Sister, our listeners uh, join in, in praying for you in the work of the Sisters of Life on your many apostolates, retreats, and outreaches, um, just to be uh, witnesses to the gospel of life. And we're so grateful for uh, your foundation over these last 30 years, um, just living the life of grace and holiness. Mm -hmm. um, sister, uh, lastly, where can our listeners get your book, which is this beautiful Jesus I Trust in You, a 30-day personal retreat with a litany of trust? Where can they get this? Sure. There's a couple of places online. If you go to St. Paul Center, uh, which is Emmaus Road Publishing, uh, they have it on their website there, that's Scott Hahn Publishing Company. But also on our website, sistersoflife.org, you can also order it or on Amazon. So a few choices. Well, that's great. Again, wherever you get your Catholic books, and of course, we always encourage our listeners, support your local Catholic bookstore, um, whether it's any of the ones that are in our listening area here in Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota. Uh, support your Catholic businesses. And so check there first. If they don't have it, encourage them to get it. I'm confident they all do because they're very up and up on all the great books and all the great things that will nourish your soul. Sister, thank you for your beautiful gift of prayer and for sharing that time with us this morning. Oh, it's been a joy and privilege. We'll be keeping you in prayer as well. Sister Faustina Maria Pia, we thank you. Thanks for being with us on Real Presence Live. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll be joined by those in the Diocese of Sioux Falls celebrating the year of St. Joseph. That's right here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 